Hey y'all, welcome to the very first episode of Chef Jay in the Kitchen. Welcome to my house. This is just going to be a little bit of an opportunity for you guys to get to know me. I have been teaching virtual and in-person cooking classes for many years, but my recipes don't really live anywhere. And so I just wanted to come into your homes, invite you into mine. We're gonna do a little bit of eating, we'll do a little bit of cooking, and have a cocktail with every episode. So I hope that you enjoy this. This recipe today is delicious. I am getting this ready just in time for Valentine's Day for my ladies and fellas that do the cooking. If you're looking for something a little different this year, possibly a date night, this spiced apple cobbler is going to be just what the doctor ordered. I'm gonna braise some apples in some bourbon, hit it with a little bit of cinnamon, hit it with a little bit of cinnamon, and put it all together. If you can't cook, if you can't bake, or you just don't have a lot of time, this is the recipe for you. Each recipe that we do together, I'm going to try and incorporate a wine or a cocktail. So today we are going to do a play on a whiskey sour and we're gonna do a bourbon sour. So get all of your ingredients for your cobbler and your cocktail ready so that you can cook along with it. Okay, so to get started, you're going to want to cut on your heat to about a medium heat and your sugar is going to be divided. I've got equal parts brown sugar and white sugar. The brown sugar is what's going on the apples. So I'm going to get my apples into my pan. It's got a medium heat on that and just cover it with the brown sugar and just let that do its thing. Okay, so this is at home in my kitchen. Everything is not perfect. One day, Food Network's going to call me and I'm gonna have this amazing production kitchen, but y'all, I am at home. So as I make mistakes, you know, it happens. Get your medium meat, get your apples and your brown sugar in there, and then we're gonna hit it with a little bit of bourbon. Uh, this is a new show, new episode, so for those of you that don't know, there is a recipe blog that I have, TikTok, Instagram, all that jazz. If you need the exact ingredients, those will be housed on my blog, which you will have the details for that below. But for now, just a little bit of bourbon. We're not trying to get anybody drunk. Just a little splash to braise our apples in. And we're just gonna let that go kind of low and slow and really incorporate, let that brown sugar fully dissolve in here with these apples before we move on to the next step. We have our brown sugar, we have our apples, and we have a little bit of bourbon. If you've got a really good bourbon at home, go for it. I've got four roses, it's always solid. Really nice uh, sipping drink as well as to cook with. Just let that do its thing until the sugar fully dissolves and then just let it simmer for a while. Meanwhile, I've got all my dry ingredients here in my bowl, flour, baking powder, the white sugar as well and I'm going to incorporate in a little bit of milk and vanilla extract, and the little hidden ingredient in there will be almond extract. So just get a little bit of that in. Oh, this is a new bottle. We're gonna mix the wet ingredients with the dry ingredients, so I'm going in with a little bit of vanilla extract as well as the almond extract. You wanna go light on the almond extract because it is a very, very pungent flavor. Um, it can be a little bit overpowering. So I'm not doing as much almond extract as I did 
uh, the vanilla, but it's just a really nice flavor. I love things like that marzipan kind of flavor. It's one of my favorites. Don't forget about your apples while you're assembling all the rest of your ingredients. Just every now and then give them a little bit of a stir. We just want to simmer them in the sugar and the bourbon so it fully incorporates into the apples and we don't want any crystals of the sugar remaining in here so that you're not biting on just kind of raw sugar as we get going. Once you have that mix, get your dry ingredients and then slowly incorporate in your wet ingredients until it's just incorporated. We don't wanna over mix this. And again, you don't need a hand mixer. You don't need to do this in a stand mixer. It's super, super simple and you really can't mess it up. I've also done this recipe without the bourbon with strawberries when they're in season and it's stunning. So use whatever fruit that you like. If you like peaches or whatever's in season is my recommendation. So I'm just gonna get this mixed up. It will form a pretty thick batter, don't worry about that. It's supposed to be nice and thick. And just stir until it's nice and fully incorporated. So once all of your dry and wet ingredients are mixed up, it will make a nice thick batter. You just wanna make sure that there's no lumps in there, but it is a little bit thick, so don't worry about that. You're going to melt some butter and get a casserole dish. Um, you can also do this recipe in small ramekins if you wanna do individual cobblers, which is sometimes kind of nice, but I like making just a big batch of it and letting everybody get what they want. So you melt your butter and pour your butter into your dish, your ramekin, whatever you're deciding to use. And you're going to put your batter right on top of this butter. I'm gonna give you a little note. You have to resist the urge to stir this once your batter is in there. I know you see the pool of butter at the bottom. You're gonna to wanna to mix it up. Don't do that. Just leave it alone. This is actually a recipe I adapted from a colleague of mine, uh, Chef Melissa, we work together. This is her grandmother's copper recipe. I added a few tweaks, added a little bit of booze because why not? But this is courtesy of uh, Grandma Melissa. I don't know your, your grandma's name, but we appreciate her for the really nice foundation for a really easy cobbler. So just pour it right onto your melted butter. Make sure it's all on there. And again, do not stir. My apples are starting to have a nice little simmer over here. It's smelling good, it's looking good. It is delicious. And then with my rubber spatula, I'm just going to smooth it out, not stir my ingredients. Once the apples are done, you're just gonna place the apples right on top of the batter, kind of push them in just a little bit. All that delicious juice that we've developed from the apples is going right on top. And that's it, you guys. If you're using strawberries or peaches, it'll be the same process. You don't have to use um, bourbon or alcohol if you don't want to, that's totally up to you. But I felt like we were having a bourbon cocktail. Might as well play on those flavors and do a little bit of bourbon in the uh, recipe as well. So you want it to look just like this. It will be a little bit of a pool of butter. Trust me, that just adds to all the lusciousness later. Make sure that your apples are nice and incorporated. All that sugar is dissolved. We're also using this opportunity to cook off the bourbon because we're not trying to get anybody drunk. Or are we? I don't know. 
but I have kids. So I'm cooking up the alcohol because they're gonna want some of this. If you wanna make it a little bit boozy, don't cook it up, totally up to you. So this is nice and incorporated. There's no more sugar. I'm gonna cut this off and I'm gonna pour it directly on top of my copper. Okay, so our apples are over our batter. You just wanna get a nice even layer of the apples over the batter. Just think about when you go to slice it, you want a little bit of apple in every bite. And so I'm not stirring it, but I am just kind of making sure that every square inch of this pan has a little bit of apple, a little bit of that uh, brown sugar bourbon glaze, if you will, and just pushing the apples down into that butter and all that goodness. Once I'm done with that, this part is completely optional, but what are apples without cinnamon? So I'm just gonna sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on top. If you're a fan of nutmeg, you could do a little bit of nutmeg as well. If you love cinnamon, just go crazy with it. But just a little bit of cinnamon on top, and that's it, you guys. We'll pop it in the oven on 375 for about 40 minutes, and we'll take it out when it's ready. time so like I said this is going to be a play on a whiskey sour we're doing a bourbon amaretto sour today so you're gonna need to get your favorite bourbon I have a little bit of Di Sorono for an amaretto liqueur uh, this little tip I'm going to do is instead of simple syrup I'm gonna use maple syrup this is just it adds a little bit more of like a caramelized flavor. It's just a little bit more depth of flavor than just a traditional simple syrup. And I think with the flavors of the bourbon and the Di Sirono, it'll blend really nicely. Get yourself a lemon or lemon juice, and then I'm going to garnish with an orange peel. So it will be equal parts, no, two to one parts bourbon to Di Sirono. So I'm gonna do about two ounces of bourbon into my shaker. Two ounces, give or take, you know, if you're a little heavy handed, no worries. I don't know if you guys remember, there used to be a show on the Food Network uh, by Sandra Lee and it was semi-homemade and she would make these really cool recipes and then at the end she would make a cocktail and child, I used to make her cocktails and be feeling the spirit. She did not skimp on the alcohol and I appreciated her for that. There's already ice in my shaker, so don't worry about that. I'm gonna do about, let's call it half ounce of maple syrup. And you can always taste it, see how you feel. If it needs a little bit more sweetness, you can do that. But the amaretto has a really nice, sweet, um, just luscious flavor. So I don't think you need a whole lot of maple syrup or simple syrup. And then the juice from one lemon. You gotta have the citrus in there because you don't want it to be overpowering. And this will just make it really nice and refreshing um, and just a nice kind of porch pounder as we call them. So I'm gonna do a whole lemon in here, give it a shake, I'm gonna taste test it because you know, you gotta quality test what you're making, food and drinks included, and then see how we feel. I thought this was going to be enough for two drinks, but I think it's just gonna be for me. And if you're doing this for a party, just adjust your measurements 
uh, for more people. Give it a shake. And let's give it a taste. It smells good. This is just a fun little pairing for to go on, alongside your cobbler. You could do a dessert wine if you wanted to, a sauterne, a cordichon would be really nice, any of those. But, you know, sometimes I'm just feeling like a little bit of a cocktail and I'm always looking to incorporate, um, you know, new things in my repertoire. I like pulling uh, different alcohols from my little mini bar, making cocktails for my friends, that type of thing. So I'm just garnishing with a little bit of, um, this is a cutie because I got kids, but if you've got oranges or anything like that, you can garnish with any type of uh, peel that you want. Let's give it a little taste just to make sure. Ooh, it's good. Ooh, this is really good. Okay, so this is the first time I made this. I kind of made it up as I was going, but it works. So I will drop the full recipe with all the ingredients um, on the blog, but I can tell you it's chef approved. This is really refreshing. It will be really nice with the apples. The apples is a, a nice sweet cobbler, but this with the citrus and the nuttiness from the amaretto, really, really nice pairing. I think it won't overpower your dessert, but um, if you're one of those people that wants to just drink your calories, cheers to you. Okay, you guys, once you take your cobbler out of the oven, I need you to resist the urge to dig right into it. But just let it rest on your counter or wherever you want, just away from the heat. As you can see, it is brown, it is beautiful, the cinnamon is just so inviting, the house smells amazing. Trust me, you guys, if you're making this, it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day, whatever occasion, you just want something sweet or you wanna do something nice for somebody, this presents really, really well. You saw five, six ingredients, tops, throw it in there, you're not even stirring, you need no equipment, so you have no excuse not to make a nice sweet treat for your loved ones. I'm gonna just slice into it just a little bit. I will say, I didn't let mine cool because I want some. Uh, just a quick little note, this is not something that is like a traditional cake where you put in a toothpick and it will come out um, completely clean. It does have a, a kind of a degree of gooeyness, a little ooey gooeyness, if you will. So don't do the toothpick test because that will not give you the right results, but we do want it to be solidified. We don't want it to be raw. You don't want just raw dough coming out of it, but it is a little bit of a moist style uh, cobbler. If you wanna get jazzy and put a little bit of like granola or streusel topping on it, you certainly can, but you just take a nice slice of this out, put it in your bowl or on your plate, with a nice big scoop of ice cream. If you're feeling super sinful, drizzle it with some caramel, but honestly, it really doesn't need all that. Just in the bowl, scoop of vanilla bean ice cream, and of course your cocktail, and you are good to go. Love this pairing, love this drink. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will see you again next time at my house, and uh, cheers.